G'day legends, I'm Kat John. Welcome to the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. I'll be sharing how to do this through real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories. Hey legends, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk today about being in the practice of being very present. And I know that can seem like a really PG, basic, boring topic, but hopefully my share will add some relatability and oomph to the topic because this is something that uh, I actually am always in the practice of, but I would say at the moment the practice is really asking me to practice it. Um, and I shared a video on this. Uh, I shared a video about this on Instagram and it was a very relatable response, so I'm going to share it here. Um, and like I said, I'm currently in the practice of being really with reality as it currently stands. So reality as it currently stands is I have a microphone beneath my mouth. I have a desk in front of me and currently my hand is on that desk. I have an iPhone that's horizontal, horizontal, vertical, yeah, horizontal. I think that's, I still get confused what's horizontal and vertical. It's the, it's flipped like landscape, landscape mode. And I've got the camera pointing back at me. I've got a water bottle in front of me. Bailey's on my right. Daisy's behind me on the couch. I have my laptop there and my blind is halfway down. The sun is touching my, is kissing my desk and the floor. That's my current reality. Current reality, Steve is downstairs. Uh, He's on the phone and that's it. That is what is actually happening. Now, I have been um, encouraging myself and inviting myself to come back and be with the reality that is actually there. Reason being is because I am getting caught in my story about reality. And as mentioned in last week's podcast with Steve and a few mentions on Instagram, without going into great detail, our circumstances have changed. Our family circumstances have changed. Now, I have a story reality about that. And now, and and I also have the actual reality about that. This past week, you know, I receive emails and in the email, it is just that. And I have a story about that email. I have meaning about that email. I have messages that come through where I can be in absolute reality with that text message, or I can be in story and meaning about that text message. And it's when we get caught in the story about reality or about the message or about whatever it may be, that that's when we start to drag um, story into actual actual reality and then we hate on reality. 
Does that make sense? I know I'm saying reality a lot, but it's just, it's just how I'm expressing it and how I'm explaining it. So for example, you know, my stepdaughters will be at the kitchen table. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Everything's dandy. I'm there cooking dinner. Um, my work is primarily done for the day. To be honest, as a business owner, your work is never done. So you have to call it when it's done. And that's something that I'm still in the practice of and not feeling bad, guilty or like, oh, I could work till nine or I could work till 10 to make me feel like I'm a fucking really good champion. It's like, no, I'm not going to continue that, that way of life. Um, unless I absolutely have to, if there's like a, a great big deadline or project. But that's actual reality. I'm cooking dinner. I actually enjoy cooking dinner because the girls and I get to have our little chit chats. Um, Steve might come in and and sit at the bench. Uh, The dogs are there like praying and hoping that I drop something and they get to eat it. Or, you know, they pray and hope that I put what I'm cooking for the children, I put in their bowls, even though they eat really delicious organic chicken and mincemeat and the best foods in the world, salmon, prawns, everything, but they are my fur children. Anyway, that's an example of actual reality, me being with reality. Nothing is happening in that reality. The the, the girls are neutral, chit-chat's going on here, there, um, no one's yelling, no one's screaming, no one's creating tension, no one's nitpicking, no one's trying to start a fight. It can either be quiet, it could either be conversational, we can have a few laughs and that is me being with reality. Now, where I go into story of reality and then what I make that mean, so story goes into, fucking cook dinner again. How come no one ever cooks dinner for me? Which by the way, I wouldn't let them cook dinner for me anyway, especially Steve. (laughs) I guess he doesn't even, he's not a great cook, right? Awesome human being, not a great cook. But that's where my story starts to go. I can't be fucked cooking dinner again. Why can't anyone cook dinner for me? I'm so fucking tired. I've been serving all day. I've been doing shit all day. The last thing I want to freaking do is cook dinner. But like I said, in actual reality, actual reality, I'm okay. I actually find, you know, um, if I'm really present, if I'm really present and with reality, I find chopping up garlic or chopping up onion or chopping up Chinese broccoli and whatever it is that I'm making, it's just quite calming and methodical and I feel like I'm kind of tapping into my own mum, like my own mum. She's an amazing Filipino cook uh, and she gives so much love through her cooking. And there's part of me that can feel that when I cook and I enjoy that. Like I I enjoy watching my mum cook, you know, just watching her do her thing and uh, she kind of like dances, not that she actually dances, but she like literally dances in, it looks like she's dancing in the kitchen because she's moving from one place to another and everything's so effortless. And I kind of like embody that, right? But in my story, there's nothing about it that I find enjoyable. And so I start blaming Steve. I start blaming the girls. I start blaming my life. I start blaming my choice of being in this reality. And I start making up stories about Steve. I start making up stories about the girls. I start hammering down on myself, you know, And then what I go and make that 
mean is that I'm a basic bitch. You know, I'm a fucking cook, cleaner, and no one gives a shit and no one appreciates me and they can all go fuck themselves. So when I get stuck in that, um, the, the then, uh, what's the word? Uh, how I communicate with my body language is harsh, you know. Often I will mute myself. I will go in so far internally because I'm like, fuck you all. And my energy basically says, don't talk to me. Don't ask me anything. Don't look at me. Here's your fucking dinner, right? Now, like I said, that is my story. That is where I get caught up in. Now, you might be listening to this and you're like, yeah, but Kat, I genuinely don't like cooking dinner. Kat, I genuinely don't like doing X, Y, Z. That's cool. That's okay. I'm sharing with you where I'm actually okay with reality and then where I go to in story. This is for you to then listen to this and go, actually, where am I okay in reality? And then I go into story and then I go into what I make it mean. And then I give off this almighty energetic force that isn't really inviting, isn't really warm, isn't really welcoming and kind of like jars the, the space, you know, that's what I do anyway. So I have really been in the practice of coming back to reality and being with the reality that is actually there. Now, this isn't to say that at times in actual reality, things are shit. I could be in the moment, in that moment of reality, having a Barney with Steve. I hate him. He hates me in our egos. We hate each other. And, you know, he's said something and I've said something that has a sharp tone. Or in that part of actual reality, the girls are having a, a snitch at one another and they're spitting venom at one another through the words that they're choosing to use. And then I'm downstairs feeling their gross tension upstairs and either Steve or I need to yell out or go and um, reset, right? So in that moment in reality, yeah, things are shit. Yes, things are tense. They're stressed. Um and it interrupts whatever Steve was doing or what I was doing. And then we reset the environment, right? Then what I – so the, the, the environment is reset, yeah? And then it's like, okay, cool, reality is reset. Everyone is uh, back in doing what they were doing before without yelling, screaming, spitting venom, having to reset the environment. So that's, that's a real moment of, of tension or whatever version of your tension may be. And then the story comes in, the story of reality. Oh, those fuckers just ruined my moment. Those fuckers ruined my meditation. Now I can't get back into meditation. Why can't I get back into meditation? Because of this, that, that or the other. And then what do I make that mean? And then, then what's my behavior? And then what behavior am I putting out to basically punish whoever I think has ruined my reality, right? But I am continuing to disrupt, ruin, make the reality stressed, overwhelmed or what tense or whatever it may be through staying 
in story. Now, this is where tools like knowing how to clear, knowing how to clear that tension, knowing how to clear that negativity, knowing how to clear, acknowledge and be with and then move forward once you've acknowledged and cleared and, and whatever it may be, the, um, the story that's taking place and the meaning that you're giving it. That is what I have been in real practice of. And there are times where, you know, I kind of feel pretty cool with that. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I can come back to reality quite quickly. And I would say at the moment, um, just with, you know, like I said in our podcast last week, everything is just more full. Everything's more full. Steve and I are more full. Our Both of our work is more full. Our role as parents are more full. And uh, there is greater room for story to enter in and go, oh, how fucking unhappy are you with this reality? How much does this reality suck? What should we do about this? All right, let's punish. Let's uh, withhold. Let's close off. Let's whatever. And then I become a contributor to making reality quite unpleasant. And that's not what I'm prepared to do. So I'm sharing this in case you need to hear this. And if you are like, fuck, I need to be with reality as it actually is, because most of us are living in story. Most of us are living in story about who knows, it could be like a a moment where you went on a date with someone. And in that reality of when that date took place, all right, there wasn't connection, there wasn't a spark or you know, how they were on the text messages beforehand is not how they were in person. And you're like, all right, that was reality as it was. And then you leave and then you create a story about that. You create a story about, you know, the, uh, the sex of that person, the uh, behavior of that person. And then you generalize that, oh, they're all like that. And then you make that mean you'll never find someone. You make that mean whatever you make it mean. And then your behavior when it comes to dating or meeting someone turns into what? I don't know, that's, that's something for you to look at. So this can come across any area of your life where something takes place in, in actual reality and then we go into story, we make it mean something and then we behave as a result of that story and that meaning and then we start warping actual reality. So that is my practice. The way that I come back to reality is I actually be with the reality that is currently there. So when I'm cooking and, you know, the pasta is cooking, I'm cooking the pasta sauce or I'm making senchoi bao or whatever it is, I'm with the sizzling on the pan. I'm with the um, aromas in the wok. I'm noticing actually how peaceful, quiet, enjoyable the reality is. No one's picking fights. No one's starting fights, you know. It's only the stories in my head that are, that are creating the fight, creating the tension, if I'm not with reality. So that's how basic we've got to go, to be with the reality that is actually there. You know, you might be a, a, a new parent and you're tired, you're exhausted. And when you're at the park with your child and you know, it can be a beautiful day. Your child is happy. There's other people around and they're smiling and they're being nice to you. In that moment, 
in that actual reality, all is well. All is okay, right? But because you're tired or you haven't had much space for yourself because your reality has actually shifted, the story about all of that comes into that beautiful moment and it takes it away. And so our stories are robbing probably some really peaceful, precious moments. And I know that my stories have been doing that and I really got to stop it. I really got to stop it or I got to catch it out. You know, I'd probably, I'd correct myself there and say, I've just got to catch it out. Um, acknowledge the story, sure. Acknowledge what it, what I want to make it mean. But then I want to catch myself and stop the behaviour because for me, my particular behaviour is, like I said earlier, to go so deep inside that no one can access me. And that energy that I put out is like everyone walking on eggshells, glass, shards of glass sticking up and you're like, oh, okay, fine. I won't have try not to make a noise. I'll try not to speak. I'll try not to this. And See, my ego loves that because I then gain control of the environment. I'm like, ha, oh, fuck you, suck shit. I know that sounds really dark, but it's true. Um, but in my heart, in my truth, I don't want that. I don't want that. Nor do I need to be happy and bubbly and whatever. I just want to appreciate the actual reality, not the story about it. So I'm going to leave that with you today to ponder, to tap into, to consider where the stories in your head may be robbing the beauty, the peace, the calm, the wonderful, the whatever word, whatever word um, of the actual present moment. Thank you, Treasures, for listening to today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. This podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Bun Wadang people, and I pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love for you to rate, review, or send it on to someone who you know could do with hearing today's episode, or you can support the podcast by making a donation. There are two remaining events that are taking place. One is Sunday Meds on Sunday the 29th of October and the last one is the Zero Fucks Tuesday dance event taking place at the end of November. To get involved in both of those, just head down to the show notes or head to my website catchon.com.au where you can see everything in how I can be of service to you. Lots of love and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Take care. See you in your earballs next Monday. Peace be with you.